Welcome to the She Who Wins podcast. I'm your host, Renee Bauer. I'm an attorney, entrepreneur, author, speaker, and investor. This is the place where we dive into all of the things that matter to you and most importantly, uncover what's holding you back from realizing your dreams. Because she who moves forward fiercely is she who wins. Did you ever wish you had answers to questions about your life, love, career, and future? Well, I just might have the solution. I've been a tarot card enthusiast my entire life, but I've always hated the scammy feel of pay-by-the-minute readings. Well, the tarot bridge is something entirely different. You can get tarot card readings with integrity from trusted advisors providing life guidance. Everything from love, career, family, relationship, finance, past life, and so much more. All of the readers are fully vetted for their experience and integrity. And there's a community in the Tarot Bridge that brings together like-minded spiritual seekers. You might just find me there too. Go check it out at thetarotbridge.com. All of the answers you are seeking are on the other side of the Tarot Bridge. Now let's get back to our show. If you've been hanging around with me long enough, you're going to know that I am all about taking action. And that's why I'm so excited to have this conversation today with Jenner Kloppenstein, who is a growth coach, a community builder, a speaker who helps ambitious women who want to take more fast action around their huge vision. Jenna is a former Division I athlete and college soccer coach who uses the athlete mentality in her coaching framework. She was an orthopedic physician's assistant for 10 years and is passionate about helping women rewrite their stories and live out their biggest dreams. She has massive energy and so much heart, so I cannot wait for you to meet her. So let's get to it. All right, Jenna, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to chat with you today and just feel very honored that you're sharing your community with me. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. I love when connections are made that feel so aligned and so good. And this is one of them. We have a mutual friend. And I think we were like DMing each other or reaching out almost at the same time to be like, we need to, we need to chat. We need to yes. All right, let's start with, I'm really excited for this conversation because we're going to talk about growth and we're going to talk about evolving and talk about all of the things. But let me, let's first start with your background um, because you are a former division one athlete, which is not insignificant. My son was looking at college sports for a minute and I know what even division two and three involve. So can you just share a little bit about like your sports background? Yeah, for sure. It is a big part of my story. You know, I say that once you're an athlete, you're always an athlete. Your mentality is just different and it streamlines into life. There's a lot of parallels between building the skill sets and mental capacity that athletes have. And so from a young age, I love sports and I see it in my kids, which is super fun. But I played soccer, volleyball, swam growing up and soccer was really my passion. And so I started to play at an elite level at a young age and just always dreamed into being a division one college soccer player and was blessed enough to get a full ride to go to play division one college soccer. And that journey was definitely a roller coaster. If anybody's listening and they have played um, athletics at a high level, it's definitely a roller coaster, but it shaped me and sculpted me into the woman I am in a lot of ways right now. And 
I use that athlete mentality in my coaching framework. And that's why I am a fast action coach. I'm a let's go, you know. Um, but I also believe just like sports, you know, you can't do it alone. And I, I encourage people, you know, get the right team around you. And so through, through athletics, I really built the skill set of discipline and drive and resiliency and hard work and the commitment to something that's bigger than yourself. And all of those characteristics are really serving me now in this new journey of living out my dream as a growth coach and a speaker. And how long have you been on this part of your journey? Because this is also part of your story. It's like a pivot. You did a massive, scary pivot. Yeah. So after college, I went to PA school. So I went directly to PA school and got my master's in physician assistant studies and became an orthopedic PA and was an orthopedic PA for 10 years. I did hip and knee replacements. I loved my job. I was coaching college soccer at the time and really living out my dream. Um, from the outside in, you know, I had checked all those boxes that a prior version of myself had dreamed into. And it was a couple years ago that I really felt this nudge, you know, this gut feeling that there was something more for me. And I loved the impact I had on the young women that I coached, but I knew that I wanted this on a bigger scale and not just high school and college age women. And so at the end of 2022, I left my job as an orthopedic PA and I just stopped coaching college soccer a year prior to that and went all in on being you know, an entrepreneur and building this business as a growth coach, helping ambitious women, the prior version of me that have the feeling that there's more for them, but you know, you don't really know what that means or how to make sense of it or how to get get that into action. And so I started my podcast the beginning of 2022, left my job the end of 2022, and really have gone full throttle in 2023, really building this business and feel extremely blessed on the people that I've met along this journey and the amount of growth I've had personally and also... Um, in my business in 2023. So here we are. My husband actually just resigned from his job last week. And we're we're doing it, Renee. We are doing it. Amazing. And I mean, I have that similar story being a divorce lawyer for 20 years and then at some point feeling the nudge too. And, and did you have people say to you, like, you're crazy for doing this because you have a secure, safe, good job? A hundred percent. You know, like I said before, from the outside looking in, I had it all. And the reality is I was really happy. You know, I'm not the story that hit rock bottom or was really unhappy in my job. I just knew that was a chapter in my life and it wasn't my forever. And so when I started to, when I started my podcast, people thought I was crazy because at the time I was a mom of two young boys. I was married. I was an orthopedic PA. I was coaching college soccer. And it's like, why in the world are you taking on something else? You know, and people say that. And they have a lot of questions of why, why, why. And luckily, for some reason, God blessed me to be confident and strong at a young age. And I was able to say, you know, because this is where my heart is. This is where my my gut's pulling me. But I had so many questions. And honestly, I still get them. And I'm sure you do too, of... I thought you were happy. You had such a great job. You were secure. I mean, I made great money. I made six figures in my early 20s, right? Like I I was, I had security. I have a wonderful husband and we struggle with infertility. We have our beautiful children now. We read at our house. We live in this community. And it was like, 
I had checked all the boxes and I was living the quote unquote American dream. And the questions are like, why risk it? And a prior version of myself would have asked the same things. And so I don't fault people for that perspective. I, I don't assume that they're going to get it. Um, but what I also know is I, I trust God has a bigger plan for me. And I also believe in myself and my husband and that really that's all that matters. And if I stay in alignment with that and belief in that, I'm okay. And people don't have to get it. And that's the reality, you know? people aren't always going to get it until it's done, until they can physically see it and they have the proof. Now on this side of things, after hosting my first big live event, and you can relate to this, people were like, whoa, okay, this is actually really something. And then Isaac leaving his job, oh my gosh, you might, you must actually be doing something. And so, yeah, I get questions all the time. I still get questions. What exactly are you doing? And when you chase your dream and you do things the non-traditional way, that's part of it. That's part of the journey. And as long as you have enough people around you that get it and keep you moving forward, and as long as you have a great relationship with yourself and are living in alignment with yourself, you're you're able to take those questions and with a smile on your face and just say, it's okay that you don't get it. I'm good. It's, it's so funny because to that point, I recently was uh, at uh, my son's lacrosse banquet and I was sitting next to my ex-husband. We have a really good co-parenting relationship and we're talking about our jobs and our next, next phases. He's kind of transitioning into something else. And he said, so are you going to just do the Instagram thing? And I laughed. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I, I run a media company. I run a tech company. I don't do the Instagram thing. Yes. Like he had no clue in his eyes. He looked at me and was like, yeah, you left, you know, practicing law to be an Instagram person. <laughs> and so it was like, I was like, you know what? I laughed. I'm like, it, it's, it's okay. Like you don't get it. I don't need to explain, but you have so many people who truly do not understand that. Yeah. I got the similar thing. I still get it. So you left being with PDPA to do your podcast. While podcasting is part of my journey, I love being a podcaster. That's not my revenue maker. That's actually not, you know, my business. But again, I, I think that for a little while I was like, wait, what? Like you don't get it. And I got so caught up in like trying to defend myself or validate myself. And it's like, listen, you're not gonna that's not your job. It's not your responsibility to convince people or get them to get it. But again, get the people around you that do get it and keep you moving forward and just smile at those questions and be, and you know, I've gotten a lot better at clearly and concisely defining what I do when somebody asks me and I'm very passionate about what I do. And so people feel that when people feel your energy and passion, I do think it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm happy for you. You know, they might not get it, but they're happy for you because they feel that from you. Yeah. All right. You said something not too long ago that I want to go back on because when you said it, I'm like, yes, this is why, this is why I like you so much. Mm -hmm. You said you're all about fast action. And let's talk about that because so many people are the complete opposite and they are not fast action. They ruminate, they process, they think about it, they mull it over. And then they sit there for years kind of in the stagnation. Let's talk about why fast action is so important. Yeah. And this is something that I am just so passionate about and that I will... I'm not a combative person, but I will definitely have this conversation with anybody about why it's so important to get into fast action 
and be imperfect and take messy action because that is the way that you learn by doing something. You're able to feel it, reflect, learn, grow. And so when I talk about fast action, it's like playing... I, I go back to sports, right? It's like I can study film all the time. I can learn how to be a good soccer player. I can learn all of that. But until I really go out there and I get on the field, And I figure out how the ball feels on my foot. And I figure out what works for me and my skill sets and how I'm going to contribute to the team and how I'm going to make an impact as a player. I'm really not, I'm not really not making the impact. I'm not moving the needle forward. And so, you know, I actually was just, I was just coaching my husband up on this because my husband's an Enneagram five. He is a learner. He is like the analytical brain to, I mean, to the nth degree, right? Of he has so much information but he almost gets stuck in this paralysis. And I am a big believer in you can learn all you want. You can have all the knowledge, but until you actually get into action around it, are you are you really making an impact or moving the needle forward? And so what I do with my clients and what I encourage not only my clients, but my friends when they have this idea, go put it into action. What's the first thing that you can do, right? Like for me, it was I had a gut feeling and I loved podcasting and I knew I wanted to get my voice out there. So I started my podcast. Right. And that was my first action, Renee. I didn't know anything. I took a course. I did it. I challenged myself in the most uncomfortable way by saying I was going to release an episode every day in March, which is wild. It's crazy. Yes, it is. But it's doing that. It's really getting yourself uncomfortable as quickly as you can. And that's how you're able to move the needle. And we say this all the time people have feelings, people have ideas. The difference between the ones that actually make it and they're living out their dream like you and I, or they're wealthy or whatever, they didn't get stuck in that over analysis paralysis and they allowed themselves just to go being okay, being imperfect, right? But too many people all too often think that you have to have it so figured out. You have to be perfect. People, you got to validate yourself. You have to have all these credentials. You have to check all these boxes. No, 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 no. That's not life anymore, right? And that's not how you learn and you grow and you impact on the scale. It's just taking that first action and then seeing where it goes. For the longest time, we say we have to have our life figured out. You know, I coached high school and college and it was like these girls were so stressed because they had to figure out the rest of their life. And I finally was like, step back, just figure out what you want to do now. What can you do in this present moment? Look a month ahead, six months ahead, a year max ahead. It doesn't mean that you don't have goals past that. But really, that's not what you should be focusing on. And so it's focusing on the now, getting into action now, learning, growing, pivoting. And just that's how you're really able to live out your dream. That's how you're really able to do big things is by getting into action as quickly as you can, failing forward and keeping going. And I think that failure piece of it is huge because people are afraid of failing. And like, I just look at it. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep doing all of the things and I'm going to fail nine times before I have one success. But if I didn't have those nine failures, I'll, I would never get to that success. And like, that's that, like, I will pound my chest for that, you know, and, and, and stand on my soapbox about failure. Like we should be celebrating it and not afraid of it. Yeah. I mean, really your challenges are where you make the most growth and people that stay inside their comfort zone. Why do they do so? The obvious because, because it's comfortable and because they fear failure, they feel fear the unknown. And I really am a big believer in failure doesn't exist. If you learn, you grow and you evolve from things, right? 
learning or failure, I, that's why I always say, you know, fail fast, fail forward is because it's an opportunity for growth. And unless you try things, and again, I go back to my sports, right? It's like, if you're a forward in soccer and you don't try to take on the defender, are you ever going to score a goal? No, the defender is going to steal the ball probably eight out of the 10 times. But the two times you get by him, you score a goal. You score the game-winning goal. That's life, right? You got to put yourself out there. You got to make yourself uncomfortable. You got to not fear failure and actually embrace it. And it's not true failure. The only way you fail is if you give up. And I'm a big... like. I know I'm not going to fail because I'm never going to give up. And I told my husband that when I left my job and he knew it, right? And I believe that about him. We will succeed because we will never give up. Yeah. yeah. Even if it looks different than what you anticipate or what you're going for. Like even if the outcome is different, it's still success. Like I still say it's a win because you're doing something different and you're not stuck and you're not unhappy and you're not accepting just the status quo. Like I hate the status quo. Yeah. And yeah. And you don't know what the success looks like. And when I, you know, when I say like, you're going to succeed, I don't know what that means. And I tell my clients that I don't know the X amount of dollars that you're going to make when you're going to get there, what that success looks like for you. But what I do know, and I'm so convicted in, I'm a hundred percent. If you stay relentless in your pursuit and you never give up, you will succeed. I poured my heart, my soul, and even tears into writing a book that is a love letter to every woman I know. She Who Wins the Book is for every woman who is told to smile, to quiet down, and to shrink themselves into their smallest version. It's for every woman who's trying to figure out what's next. It's for every woman who thinks this is as good as it gets. She Who Wins is for the good girl within who is ready to become the fierce female fighting to get out. She Who Wins is now available for pre-order. Visit shewhowinsbook.com for exclusive free bonuses when you order now. So like, what does winning mean? And actually, I usually ask this at the end, but just because you brought it up, what what does winning mean to you? Because Mm. you are, you know, as an athlete, winning is very clear. (laughs) You win the game or you lose. Yeah, that's a really great question. And actually, we go through this. Our oldest is six years old. And we talk about this because he's a little competitive. I mean, he's he's his mom through and through, you know. And winning has definitely looked different to me. You know, when I was younger growing up, winning was pretty black and white to me because I was an athlete, right? It was like, okay, we had more points than the other team and we won, we lost. But right, but now in my life, you know, winning is growth. And I think that they're very, they're very synonymous in my brain of I win if I if I grow. And so when I think about, you know, winning, hmm, that's a really, really, really good question. I love it. It makes me think. And it's like one of those things where I, even as like a a speaker or a coach, I don't like to just give an impulsive answer. I like to sit with it. So, hmm, besides the growth piece, I don't know, you know, that's, that's something that, Renee, you're challenging me on. I'm going to write that down and really think about that more and maybe come back to. But the, my, my initial answer is just as long as I'm learning and growing, I'm winning. Yeah. And taking that action. Like, I think that that one step forward is a win because you refuse to stay in that, that stuckness or not growth. So. Yeah. Movement, right? You know, staying in that movement and realizing that that's going to look different in chapters of your life. It's going to look different in seasons of your life. But as long as 
you know, I'm having the conversations and I'm doing the inner work daily and I'm making a conscious choice to be intentional with my thoughts, words, and actions, um, I'm winning, you know, and I, and I believe that. And as long as I'm saying in a light, this is huge, actually, part of my answer would be, as long as I'm staying in alignment for me, and this is something Amber, our mutual friend and I have been talking about a lot in this world. And I don't know if this answers exactly your question, but it seems very relevant for me to say is when you get caught chasing your dream or when you are building out something, it's very easy to let the shiny things or the big name people or the way other people are doing things influence you. To me, winning is staying so in alignment with who I am and where this a good example is, is my event. I thought I was going to make so much bigger from a, from a person standpoint. My business, I thought was going to look a certain way. And in the last month, I've really reflected and said, like, that's not in alignment with who I am at my core and who I want to be and the legacy I want to leave. And so winning to me is despite all the noise around me, staying really true to my core and alignment with me and serving my top priorities, which for me, they're very clear. It's my faith in God. And it's also my boys, my husband and my two sons. If everything's serving that and I'm staying in alignment with me and my calling, I'm winning. I um, You just gave me chills because this is something that is so relevant to me right now. I had this opportunity that sounded so great six months ago. And as I was sitting with it these past month, and it started to not feel great and started to not feel in alignment. And it started to feel like it was chasing the shiny thing. Yeah. And I pulled back. I said, you know what? It, it is actually contrary to everything I believe in. Even if it was going to get me there super fast and get all the, I'm like, it is so contrary to, to who I am and what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to serve that I pulled out of it. And some people were like, are you crazy? I'm like, no. And I'm like, it felt like such relief taking it because I'm like, it's not, that's not what it is. And it was like, really, it took some time really tapping in and being like, okay, let me come back to center and focus on what and exactly what you said, the legacy, what's the legacy I want to leave. It's yes. not that. Yeah. I've been talking about this a lot with the mastermind that I lead and the word freeing has just come up a lot. And that's either like a literal sense or just like that feeling of, you can do things to free up space and you need to. You need to free up space that is being taken by things that don't serve your top priorities and aren't in alignment with you and who you want to be and what you want to be doing. But also like what you just said, I felt the freedom that weight off of you, right? And it's once you say no to things and once you keep saying you prioritize doing things that are you, right? It's freeing. It's it's honestly like that burden, that weight, that the, the the pressure in your chest is gone. And I see why it could be so easy that one yes out of alignment could get you so far away from who you want to be. And honestly, like that's where people end up just broken and stressed and depressed. And that's where you end up all the money in the world, you know, doesn't take away that feeling of just feeling lost and not knowing who you are. And I really believe a lot of us struggle with that question. If we really are asked and we think about it, who are you? And we struggle with it because we get caught up in things, whether that's what society's projected on us that we need to do with our life, how we need to live, who we need to be, 
Or on the flip side, we get caught in how other people are doing things or the shiny things and we forget who in the world we want to be and who we are at our core and prioritizing asking ourselves that. And so there's a lot of people that will die, honestly, I believe, not even knowing who they are, which is wild to say, but I believe it's true. So it's so good. Such good stuff. You say that women have limitless identities. What does that mean? Yeah. So for a while, and it goes right into that, right? People would ask me, Jenna, who are you? At one point, I was an athlete. You know, that was my thing. I identified as an athlete for a long time. I was really good in the classroom and I was really good in sports. And so I was always, you know, I was valedictorian in high school. I was always a great student and a great athlete. And that were the, that was the hats that Jenna wore. If somebody asked, you know, who's Jenna? Well, she's a really tall blonde that is a great soccer player and she's really smart. And then I became, you know, a mom and I became an orthopedic PA and I became a soccer coach. And those were my identities because they were easy. That's what people saw, you know? Well, then I let go of those. I'm no longer a PA. I'm no longer a college soccer coach. Yes, I'm still a wife and a and a mom. But outside of those two things, it'd be really easy for people to say, like, fumble over that. Like, who who is she now, right? And I love it because I want to know what people see and feel from me outside of the easy hats that I wear or the titles that I wear. And our identity is tied to titles. They're tied to our achievement, our resume. That's how people identify us. And I no longer wanted to be that. And when I say people have a limitless identity, I really believe everybody has a limitless identity. And mine will com- complete, like keep on adding. I am an athlete. I always will be, right? I am an athlete. I am a devoted mom. I am a, or a proud mom. I am a devoted wife. I'm a Christian. I'm a growth coach. I'm a speaker. I'm a podcaster. I'm a community builder. I'm a daughter. You know, like I'm a sister, I'm a friend, I'm a dreamer, I'm a freaking dreamer. Like I have all these things. That's part of my identity. And they go on and on and I can keep going, right? And things will just get added onto that. So I don't believe that we need to limit ourselves to me saying, Renee, hi, I'm Jenna. I'm a mom and a wife and a growth coach and speaker. No, no, no. I'm way more than that. I'm way more than that. And I want my clients, I want my friends, I want anybody that interacts with me to really sit with that and believe that. Don't box yourself in. Don't limit yourself when it comes to your identity because you are limitless. And when you choose to lean into your dream, you have limitless opportunities and potential. Ah, you are also in that long list of everything you are, you are also an event host. So I want to talk about that because... That is so freaking hard. If you're listening, hosting an event is so rewarding and it is so damn hard and scary. So I want to talk about like a little bit of the, the struggle, if there was struggle in it and what, what did you learn? What lessons, what, you know, what came up for you as you were planning that? Yeah, well, I know, you know, all too well. Um, so I told you guys earlier, I left my job at the end of 2022. So January 1st, 2023 was my first day of a full-time entrepreneur. I hosted Next Level You Live, my first live event for over 100 women, April 21st and 22nd of 2023. So just over four months. And I will say, I've never planned an event. 
I've always been an athlete, a coach, and in medicine, right? I wore scrubs to work. I wore soccer clothes. That was my life prior to 2023. Like that's what I was doing. So playing an event, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it, right? There's sponsors and vendors and booking the venue and speakers and details from a design standpoint. And we did, you know, swag bags and badges and all the things, AV. And there's all these things that I had never done. And if you're listening to this, like, great, I had never done any of this. And I don't have a team. I do now have some people, but I don't have like people on my payroll that I'm delegating. I'm, I was doing it all. And it goes back to, you know, when I say that I made that commitment to release an episode for my podcast every day that first month that it came out. And it was challenging myself. And what I would tell you, a biggest way to move the needle is to challenge yourself in an uncomfortable way to create a new reality. And also to call yourself up to tap into that next level you before you feel like you're ready because you're literally making you be her now. And what I knew, Renee, why I had to host that event at that time was I am about fast action. I had to be her now if I wanted to be the next level Jenna and do what I wanted to do like as a person, but also in my business. And so when I made that commitment and I put it out there, oh boy, I worked hard for four months, but I also built so many new skills and was proud of myself in ways I've never been proud of myself. So was it hard work? Yes, I had to learn a lot of things. I had a lot of conversations. I had to challenge myself. I had to call myself up. I had a lot of blood, sweat, tears going out. But also, I was so proud of myself because I was making myself uncomfortable and proving to myself that if I commit to something and I work hard, wow, I can do a lot of things I never thought. In unimaginable ways, I can surprise myself. And that's the biggest thing I did with that event. And on the this side of things... I mean, I sit there and I look at that event and I'm like, it was an absolute dream. It blew me out of the water. And now I'm like, okay. And that, that was another reminder. I'm limitless. If I can do that, you know, I'm limitless. If I can do that in four months, what else can I do? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that so much. And so like you just summed it all up perfectly. Cause I was in the, I was the same way. Like I, my hands were in it. I was up at I think 4am the morning of like, I was, I was setting stuff up at each chair. Like I, I, while I had a little bit of help, like I was still doing all of that stuff too. And the emotions, it's like, the ah, it is such a roller coaster and, and it is so, so damn hard to do. And the fact that you're sitting here and smiling and I know like, you're probably like, okay, I'm ready to start the next one. <laughs> Um, is amazing. And it just speaks to who you are and it speaks to what type of, how you serve your community. It's incredible. So can you share what, what do you have going on that people can connect with you? Your energy is absolutely magnetic. Um, and I know that the community and the, the woman in your circle and your mastermind are probably, their lives are probably forever transformed having been touched by you. So where's all your stuff that people can connect with you? Well, first of all, thank you so much. That means the world to me. And I feel the same about you. I just was instantly pulled to your energy and your heart. And I think that 
being a heart-centered person and telling how much somebody loves is really big in my life. And I can tell that you love hard and I want to hold on to those people and really make moves with those people. And so I think the world of you. And so I appreciate your kindness and your words. As far as me, so I have exciting things in the work that um, I do have my annual event, Next Level You Live in 2024. We are limiting it to 100 women to really make the ultimate impactful experience. So we keep the big energy of an event, but also the intimacy of a retreat. So we're limiting it to 100 women. It'll be in Columbus, Ohio. Ticket sales are not on sale yet, but will be in a few months. And that is April 19th and 20th. And I have my Next Level You Mastermind, which is going on right now. But I'm actually evolving that. This is like one of the first times I've announced that, but into Evergreen where people can really enter that. And it's 12 women and that really have that feeling of more and are looking to take their life and their business to the next level. And so that's going to go to Evergreen and there'll be 12 spots in that. Right now, we have 9 of us. Um, and it's an amazing group of women. So if you're interested in that, and that's really a big... In, um, you know, a big step. And it's really what changed my life was live events, mentorship and masterminds. And you know, you got to be ready for it. But man, it it makes the moves. And so that's one way I have one on one clients that I love, I will always have one on one clients, you know, whether that's just in my mastermind, but right now I have them separately as well, because I love my people hard. And I like to know who are your kids? Who's your spouse? If you have on your partner, like I, I love having those one on one conversations. So I do one on one mentorship, I have multiple packages for that that are on my website, which I'm sure you'll drop that link here. Um, and then I have something really new and exciting that will be announced pretty soon that will be coming from a community standpoint. But I'm always happy to talk, whether that's you emailing me or that's you DMing me on Instagram. My podcast is Next Level You. I would love you to become a part of that community. But I really, really mean it when I say to connect with new women that are ready to make moves and really ready to take themselves and their life to the next level is, you know, lights up my heart. And so I would love to connect with you if that's you. Is, did you, when did you start that journey um, of investing in yourself for mentorships and events? So no shocker to anybody listening to this after you've heard me a little bit right away. I was like, so I made my investment for my podcast course. Right. But when I went to my first live event, which is wild. So my first live event was October 2022. That weekend, in that energy, in that knowing and that feeling that there was more for me, I knew I had to make a commitment or I was going to go back to my old ways. And so... Because it was just so easy. Our mind protects us and it convinces us. And I didn't want to let that happen again. And so that weekend, that we- that event was Friday, Saturday, Sunday of October 20. 20- 2022, I invested a big investment, $14,000 into my first mentorship and mastermind. And so I got one-on-one mentorship and a mastermind right away. And I reinvested and I, I will never not have a mentor because I do feel like as long as I'm mentoring other women, I need my own mentor. And I had the most amazing mentor, I believe, and um, Amber Lillustrom. And she helps me both personally and professionally. And also allows me to show up as my best for my clients. And so since then, I've gotten into other masterminds. I've kept my mentorship. I keep getting in the room, in the energy, and I'll continue to do so. It's, you know, it's part of our budget is yeah. for that to happen. It's a game changer. I think when I started doing that, like I had been an entrepreneur my whole life, but I was doing it alone. 
And then when I took that leap and it was right around COVID when the world shut down, it changed everything. Like, you know, when you hit those struggles and you can reach out to someone who gets it, or you need some strategic advice, or you just need someone to like, you cry on their shoulder, like to have those people in your circle that you trust. And I think, you know, we go through life and we have people who we've collected, who've been part of our past and our lives and our memories. And those people aren't always the people who are moving in the same direction with us. And we keep those people sacred and we love them, but we also have to bring in that new energy too as well and have someone like you help someone see the vision and what they're capable of. So a hundred percent, you know, I always say call in accountability, call in community, call on those two things. If you really, really want to be that next level you and take your life to the next level, you've got to call on accountability with your one-on-one mentor or people around you. And you've got to call on community. You got to get people around you that get it and see you not only for right now face value, but who you can be, right? And will help you move forward. You got to get people around you that the conversation is just deeper. The connect, the depth is just deeper. Yeah. Amazing. Jenna, you are... I, I I knew this this conversation would be awesome. It did not disappoint. I absolutely adore you. Um, you're my you're my like fast action partner here because I'm, I'm the same way. Like think it, do it fast. Um, and so I, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your energy and all of your love. Um, of course, all of the show notes uh, and your contact information will be in the show notes. Everyone, please go check it out. You can never put yourself in enough rooms. I like, I swear, like the more, because every time you show up, you meet new people, you make new connections and you just don't know where it's going to go. So keep putting yourself in the rooms. I'm a huge believer in live events. So um, I'm putting that on my calendar for next year for you. Yes. I can't wait. Well, thank you so much, so much for having me. I just adore you. And I really look forward to connecting to you who is listening and just bringing more people into my community. You can never have too many people. I believe that. Absolutely. Thank you. That's a wrap. Please subscribe to the She Who Wins podcast so you'll be the first to know about every new episode that drops. Until next time, and remember, she who moves forward fiercely is she who wins.